بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وصلى الله على النبي الأمي برحمتك يا رحمة الرحيمين الحمد لله وتفضل إن كرم في الله سبحانه وتعالى we are breathing we are living Allah has given us another opportunity another day to please Allah سبحانه وتعالى another day to acquire closeness to Allah proximity to Allah سبحانه وتعالى to increase in investments for the hereafter may Allah enable us to seize this opportunity. Alhamdulillah, we are in a time in the year where people, meaning the non-Muslims, think that Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, they claim that he was born at this time. So let's discuss Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam and also discuss how we can share the truth to them. Interestingly, the name Isa, Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam's name is mentioned in the Qur'an, the Holy Qur'an, 25 times. And Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu wasalam is named the same amount of times. Now that is also indicating to the verse, Surah Ali Imran, chapter 3, verses 59. Allah says, A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim, Inna mathala Isa indallahi ka mathali Adam, خَلَقَهُ مِن تُرَابٍ ثُمَّ قَالَ لَهُ كُنْ فَيَكُونَ The parable of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam by Allah is like that of Adam alayhi salam. Now, mathal means parable similitude. Similitude. Now, because the Qur'an equates them to be similar in their example. That's why Allah even teaches us how to give the Christian da'wah. So Allah is telling us, let's see, Adam alayhi salatu wasalam was created from soil, from sand, direct. Then Allah said to him, be, and he became. Meaning Allah's power and Allah's grandeur. But what we learn from here is they want to worship Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu because he had no father. So Quran is teaching us to tell them that you don't worship, you want to worship Jesus Isa alayhi salam because he had no father. Why then don't you worship Adam? Because he doesn't even have a mother. So this is the strategy Quran is teaching us. To uphold when inviting them. So he's mentioned 25 times by his name Isa. But his name Isa is not mentioned alone most of the time. It's coupled with Al-Masih. Al-Masih is repeated in the Quran 11 times. And Ibn Maryam 23 times. So all these three put together. Isa alayhi salatu wasalam is mentioned much more times. So his name Isa is mentioned 25 times in the Quran. But altogether if you put all these titles together 59 times. As Muslims, we should know the incidence of the Anbiya alayhi wasalam, especially as expressed in the Quran Kareem, like that of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam in our discussion today. The discussion starts in Surah Ali Imran. First of all, we have to know who is Imran. Many Muslims don't know this, and sadly, non-Muslims don't know it at all. Many a time, a man's name is Imran, he doesn't even know who's Imran. Now, Imran was the grandfather, Nana. Of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam And Hazrat Imran was a righteous man A pious man His wife was Hanna They made dua for Allah to bless them with a child Who will serve Allah's deen And Imran then passed away So Allah blessed them with a child After the death of the father So the wife gave birth to Imran Meaning the wife's name was Hanna Hanna was the mother of this child that we're speaking of. 
So Hannah was the wife of Imran and she gives birth to her child. The Quran Karim speaks about this. Now remember this Surah Ali Imran which is chapter 3. So read the translation of these verses. For easy remembrance, at least read from chapter 3 verses 33 onwards. Quran Karim states, Inna Allah astafa Adam wa Nuhan wa ala Ibrahim wa ala Imran ala al-alamin Zurriyatan ba'duha min ba'd Wallahu sami'un alim Iz qalat imra'atu Imran rabbi inni nadhartu laka ma fi batni muharra Muharraran fataqabbal minni innaka anta sami'ul alim Allah chose Hazrat Adam alayhi salam, Hazrat Nuh alayhi salam, the family of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam, the family of Hazrat Imran alayhi salam. And some say radiallahu anhu because he was a righteous man and not of the category of Anbiya alayhi salam ala al-alameen over the worlds. Dhurriyyatim ba'duha min ba'd. These are offspring from each other. Righteous offspring. And Allah hears all and knows all. And remember when the wife of Imran, this is the respect Quran gives to our mothers and sisters, women folk, the wife of Imran. Something else interesting. The only woman explicitly mentioned in the Quran. Because here the wife of Imran indicates to the value of woman, indicates to the hijab. The accolade of our women folk, our mothers and sisters, their accolade is hijab. Where they are preserved, where they are protected, where they are respected and they have self-respect. Where their beauty is preserved and protected and they are protected from all sorts of wayward people and awkward people and people of ill intentions. Think about it. you got two stock sweets, sweets or chocolates. One is in a wrapper, the other one is opened, sucked or licked and both of them are put somewhere on the side or on a table. When the flies come, which one will it hover around? From there we learn what happens when the human being exposes themselves and removes that protective covering. That's why we also have the example of the pomegranate and all the fruit, as long as they are covered, they don't rot. As soon as the lychee has a slight opening, it doesn't last long at all. So this is the beauty of this covering system that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. My sister, my mother, don't feel shy. If a non-Muslim approaches you, confidently you should explain to the non-Muslim woman. Obviously you will explain to women inshallah. Our brothers and fathers will explain to other men inshallah. So you explain to the non-Muslim sister the beauty of Islam. The beauty and the respect Islam affords to us when we cover. What honor Allah gives us. What joy and happiness is in upholding this beautiful injunction of the quran Karim. And also interestingly this is mentioned in the Bible as well. Another point to take note of. Is greet people. Yes, when you are covered and so forth, which is the Islamic practice. Yeah, you and Nabi Yukulli Azwajika wa Banatika wa Nisa il Mu'minina Yudinina alayhin namin jala bibihin in Suratul Ahzab. And this is also the same uh, uh, discussion in Suratul Nur. Greet other women folk, oh my Muslim sister. When you are covered, you should greet others to show the akhlaq of a Muslim, a Muslimah. Allah give us tufiq. 
So the only woman explicitly mentioned by name in the Quran is Hazrat Maryam. This is the honor the Holy Quran affords to her. In this discussion, when the wife of Imran made dua and vowed to Allah, Allah, I vowed to you what is in my belly, that this child be free for your service, free to serve you, to obey you. And this is where we learn the meaning, the true meaning of freedom. Allah, accept this from me. She gave birth to her child. She said, oh my Lord, I have given birth to her as a female. And Allah knows best what she delivered. And the male is not like the female. And I have named her Maryam. So Allah is giving her solace that she now is feeling sad over the fact that she was expecting to devote her child to Allah. But Allah is showing us the value of our woman folk and our sisters. I seek your protection for her and her offspring from shaitan the rejected one. Allah, her Lord, accepted her with a beautiful acceptance and gave her an amazing upbringing and gave her in the care of Zakaria. Now this is something else very interesting. Zakaria salam, whose wife, Hannah, whose wife was the sister of the mother of Hazrat Maryam, Hannah. Whenever Zakaria salam, visited and came to see to the rights, to the needs of Maryam, Maryam was very young at the time. He would find provision by her. So he said, Oh Maryam, where did you get this from? And she responded, This is from Allah. Allah provides for whosoever He wants to, without counting, without reckoning. Imagine, this is what inspired Hazrat Zakaria to make dua. He at this time didn't have his son Yahya. Yahya But this incident where he saw Allah's special help with Maryam, and this inspired him to make dua. So to say, that Allah, you provided for her with fruit out of season. I'm old, my wife is old. Basically, we're also out of season, but you can still provide for us a son who will uphold your, your name and uphold your deen. And as Zakaria continued in ibadah, the ayat of the Quran is so beautiful and so clear. The malaika addressed him, You're standing in prayer in the mihrab. That Allah gives you glad tidings of a son, Yahya, who confirms, Musaddiqan, bikalimatim min Allah, wa sayyidan, wa hasuran, wa nabiyan min salihin Allah's word confirms Allah's word. And he will be such a leader and chaste in a Nabi of those who benefit mankind. Then Zakariya said, Rabbi anna yakunu li ghulam. This is verses 40 onward. How can I bear, how can I have a son, a child, when old age has caught up to me and my wife is barren? So the Malaika tell him, Allah does as he wills. He asked Allah for a sign and he was told, your sign is that you will not speak to people for three days, verbally. But you will speak to them through indication. So the first form of sign language in the world was that of Hazrat Zakaria And remember Allah profusely. And make this bihat and proclaim His purity morning and evening and all the time. And remember when the malaika addressed Maryam. That Allah has chosen thee and purified thee. 
and selected thee over the women of the worlds. Now, Hazrat Maryam's status is so clear in the Holy Quran. In the Bible, she's mentioned 18 times, but in the Quran Kareem, she's mentioned 32 times. The Malaika address her. Ya Maryam, li Rabbiki wasjudi Allah addresses Hazrat Maryam. Then in the next verses, 44, Allah then turns the discussion to his beloved Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So, so to say, the Quran Kareem is posing this question to the non-Muslims also. That how does Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam have so much of detail of this event? Such detail is not even available in their Bible. So what we learn from here, the Quran Kareem is portraying to them that you say he deduced the Quran and he took this dictation, the Quran, the Holy Quran was dictated to him by rabbis and Christian priests. Yet the Quran brings detail. The Quran is miraculous. The Quran clarifies issues that the Bible, you know, uh, differs concerning. And the Quran mentions incidents that not, that's not even in the Bible. That's why Allah addresses his beloved sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That you were not there when they casted lots as to who will be the responsible one to care for Maryam. Now Maryam comes from such a noble family. All the senior scholars and pious people wanted the responsibility of caring for her. So Allah says to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, You are not there when they were arguing. When they were arguing about this issue. And then Allah made the system where they casted lots. And Hazrat Zakaria's name came out. Then Allah says, And remember when the Malaika said, It qalatil malaikatu ya Maryam. Now this is the special birth of Hazrat Isa a.s. Inna Allah yubashiruki bi kalimatim min. Allah gives you great news. Allah gives you glad tidings of a word from him. Ismuhu al-Masihu Isa ibn Maryam. His name would be al-Masih. Now remember Hazrat Isa a.s. title is al-Masih. In a noble way. But Dajjal, his title is Masih in a negative way. So there's two people who have the same title. And interestingly, Hazrat Isa will end off the fitna of Dajjal. Because we believe in his return. As we believe that he came already, he was taken up to Allah and he will come back. The Quran Kareem refers to this. وَإِنَّهُ لَعِلْمُ لِلسَّاعَةِ the return of Hazrat Isa This is alluded to in the Holy Quran and mentioned explicitly in the Ahadith Sahihah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. His name will be Isa, the son of Maryam. Noble, held in respect, wajihan, in this world and the next. وَمِنَ الْمُقَرَّبِينَ And he will, be, he will be of those closest to Allah. وَيُكَلِّمُ النَّاسَ فِي الْمَهْدِ وَكَهْلًا And he will speak to people in the cradle وَكَهْلَ And his old age. وَمِنَ الصَّالِحِينَ And he will be from the righteous. Something very interesting in verses 46 here. Allah says he'll speak to people in the cradle. But the Quran is mentioning miracles. And he'll also speak in his advanced age. Now Isa is not mentioned much in the Bible. He's mentioned in more detail in the Holy Quran. To such an extent, his first miracle 
of speaking in infancy, this is a miracle. He will speak to people in the cradle. The detail of this discussion is in chapter 19. Namely, Surah Maryam. Chapter 19 is Surah Maryam. So he'll speak to people in the cradle. This was a miracle of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. The Quran Kareem expresses these details of how he spoke as a child in infancy. We must read this in the Quran and share this with the world. So many non-Muslims, so many Christians never ever heard that Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam spoke as a child in infancy. Narrate the story to them or read it from the Quran Kareem translation to them. It will bring them closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It will encourage them to read the Holy Quran. And this is our duty as Muslims because this Ummah, and interestingly this ayah is also in Surah Ali Imran, in the discussion of the Christians. And mind you, respected listeners, this chapter was revealed during an amazing event. That's why the seerah of Janabi Rasulullah is so important to understand when we want to understand the Holy Quran. The context of the verse. The context of this verse was one, was it was about the time of the expedition of Uhud. That's why you'll find a lot of Quran's commentary of Uhud in this chapter. The other incident that happened during the revelation of this chapter was the arrival of a delegation of Christians from Najran. The, book, the scholars of history clearly mentioned their arrival. Ahadith mentioned them as well. And the verses of the Quran Kareem shed clear light in the, concerning their arrival and the discussions between them and our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Quran Kareem basically teaches Muslims, guides Rasulullah Sallallahu Wasallam on how to invite this delegation of Christians to Islam. And interestingly, there were a few that embraced Islam thereafter. Many of the Sahaba of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam come from Christian backgrounds. Interestingly, the Sahabi who actually met Dajjal was a Christian when he met Dajjal. And that prompted him to embrace Islam. Because Dajjal posed questions to him concerning Janabi Rasulullah Who was that Sahabi respected listeners? That was none other than Hazrat Tamim ibn Ausin al-Dari radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Dari comes from the word Dair. He had his own monastery. He was a senior Christian scholar in Palestine. And he met Dajjal, and this was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's will, and that prompted him to journey to Medina Munawwara. And he came to Medina Munawwara. Rasulullah welcomed him, heard his entire narrative, gathered all the Sahaba, let them hear from him. And Allah's Nabi said to them, Doesn't this confirm what I always have been telling you all? And they all agreed. And Hazrat Tamim became a great Sahabi of Rasulullah That was in the ninth year Hijri. So the Sahabi who met Dajjal actually was formerly Christian and then he embraced Islam. And Allah makes it such, subhanAllah. Allah help us discuss this as well. That when Dajjal finally comes, the fitnas of Dajjal are being seen by one and all repeatedly. As you are noticing, the hadith of Rasulullah said that Dajjal will say to the plantation, grow and growth will take place. And everything will take place so quick, like an optical illusion. Things that took five to six months to grow are reaching high levels, sky levels in, within months. Look at the chicken system. They are rigging the system in such a way that the chickens that take a certain time to, to grow is 
growing even bigger than that in a shorter span. The jar will actually say grow and it will grow. But what's happening now is a forerunner to the fitness of Dajjal. And interestingly, Allah's will is Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu will return. That's why wa kahla. And he will speak to people in his advanced age. Kahl is where your gray hairs start. Approximately in one's 40s or before that. So if the Quran Kareem is saying that he'll speak to people just in adulthood, according to the one interpretation of the verse, that okay, it's information, but it's not a miracle. But the context of the verse seems to be mentioning miracles. If uh, an elderly man speaks to people, that's understood. Here what it seems, according to many Mufassirin, is when he returns, he will be of advanced age, in his 40s, and he will converse with the people after returning. Wakahla. And that's the time when he will come and guide and be a, a, a leader for the Ummah, for the Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And interestingly, when he does return, he will come down and he will refuse to lead the prayer. The Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would have performed the Adhan and Iqamah and the Salah is about to start. Janabi Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam describes the arrival of Hazrat Isa Alaihi Salatu Wasallam being carried meaning by his shoulders, by the malaika of Allah. And he'll be coming down. Muhammad described him clearly in the hadith. Look into Riyadh Salihin. In the end chapters, discusses Hazrat Isa alayhi return and so forth. The hadith are so interesting and so amazing. We should study those hadith. So he comes down, Hazrat Imam Mahdi offers him to lead the prayer and he refuses. He doesn't want confusion. He doesn't want any misunderstandings that I have returned as the Nabi of Allah. No, he has returned. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Imagine your value. Imagine your value, O Ummati of Muhammad Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. O Ummah of Muhammad Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You are that Ummah where in Surah Ali Imran we were mentioning the discussion, the sequence of this verse of Kuntum Khaira Ummah. You are the best of all nations. Ukhrijat Linnas. You are taken out to benefit mankind as a benediction to humanity in totality. We are not to benefit Muslims only. We are to show justice to the whole wide world, to all of mankind, to everyone who deals with you. He should see the beauty of Islam. To everyone who interacts with you should see the beauty, the beautiful practices of Islam, the ethics, the morals, the way of Islam. That This is an amazing way of life. It, 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 it brings into a person that special relationship with his maker, with his Allah. And due to Allah's love being in his heart, he will not harm anybody. He won't do anyone down. This is why this Ummah is Kuntum Khaira. Ummah Ukhrijat Linnas. That's why Ta'muruna Bil Ma'roof wa Tanhouna Anil Munkar is not a confined meaning. What it means is you enjoin good. Like you want to bring good qualities in Muslims, not only in yourself, your neighbors, your friends. Like in the beautiful work of Gash there is, bringing people to Allah, bringing our Muslims to the masjid, going out and spending time for Allah, preparing for our afterlife. This is for our benefit. This is what we need so that when we leave this world, we have noor in our qabr. But what about the non-Muslims? Ta'muruna bil ma'roof also means non-Muslims. Enjoin upon them 
to believe in the oneness of Allah and accept the love of Allah and get closer to Allah and accept the truth and and forbid them from shirk. Explain to them the harms of shirk wisely. Explain to them how shirk is not acceptable. And bring Iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Hazrat Muhammad rahmatullahi would say that analyze the next verse. وَلَوْ آمَنَ أَهْلُ الْكِتَابِ لَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُمْ The context of the verse. That if Ahlul Al-Kitab were to bring Iman, that would be better for them. So the context of the verse is discussing dealing with Christians. So we cannot take out from the verse the importance of sharing Islam with fellow non-Muslims. So Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, when he would return, وَكَهْلَى And he would speak to the people. He would be of advanced age, but he would refuse to lead the prayer. So that there's no confusion and misunderstandings. That's why in the hadith of Sahih Muslim, the beloved of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to his ummah, كَيْفَ بِكُمْ O my ummah, imagine your status. إِذَا نَزَلَ بْنُ مَرْيَمَ فِيكُمْ Hazrat Isa ibn Maryam will descend amongst you. He will come before judgment day amidst my ummah. وَإِمَامُكُمْ مِنْكُمْ O my ummah, the imam will be from my ummah. Imagine the status of the Ummah of Janabi Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This Ummah is very, very special. So Hazrat Maryam says, Allah, this is, we are back at verse 47. How can I have a son when no male has touched me? Meaning in other verses of the Quran, she says, no one has touched me legally or illegally. I'm not an indecent woman. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Tells the malaika to tell her, كَذَلِكِ اللَّهُ يَخْلُقُ مَا يَشَاءُ That is Allah. He creates what He wills. When He decrees a matter, He merely just wants it and it happens. كُنْ فَيَكُونَ And Allah will teach him the book and wisdom, the sunnah, and the Torah and the Injil. And He will be a mighty Nabi وَرَسُولًا To the Bani Israel, to the Israelites. Something else very interesting we learn. Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is sent for the whole wide world. Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam was sent to his community, the Bani Israel. I say there's many verses in the Quran. And I would love you to listen to my brother's lecture in this regard. He calls it, Rahimahullah, he left this world recently. Allah give him Jannatul Firdaus. He calls it Jesus Christ in Islam. And he explains so many aspects of the life of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam from the Quran Kareem and from the Bible. He explains to them Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam's teachings from the Bible and he also explains how Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam's practices as explained in the Bible as well. But Christians don't practice them. So he explains the hijab in the Bible, the prohibition of pork in the Bible, the prohibition of alcohol in the Bible, the way of the prayer of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam in the Bible, the way of the greeting of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam in the Bible, but they are not practicing. And interestingly, he explained this amazing verse where the, the, the Gentiles came to him, the foreigners, the people who were not of the Israelites, and he asked for their they, they asked him for assistance and he refused. And he pulled his cloak away from the elderly lady, from the woman. And he said, how can I take the food, the crumbs of the dogs, the, the, the crumbs of the children, the food of the children and toss it to the dogs? 
So that's a verse in the Bible. But he explained from there that Isa was sent to Bani Israel only as clearly in this verse of the Quran. Obviously, we don't accept. Obviously, the Bible has been changed. Like him referring to the foreigners as dogs and so forth. That definitely seems to be untrue because Anbiya were the humblest of people, the most kind of people, the most compassionate of people. Yes, the Bible has been changed. That's why a lot of these uh, sorts of information is still there. But, uh, but it has been changed and distorted. So Hazrat Isa is to be sent to Bani Israel. That I have come to you with a great sign from your Lord. And he gives the miracles now. Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam's miracles in Surah Ali Imran. Anni akhluqu lakum min at-teen kahayatitayr. I create for you. I manufacture for you from clay. Something in the form of a bird. And I can blow in it. And it will become a bird with Allah's permission. And I will cure the leper. I will pure, cure the, I can cure the born blind and the leper. And I can give life to the dead with Allah's permission and leave. And I can notify you of what you eat and what you preserve and keep and store in your homes. All of this with Allah's permission meaning. Indeed in that are great signs for you if you are true believers. And I will confirm the teachings of the Anbiya before me meaning the Torah. And I am here to legalize for you certain things that has become haram upon you due to the Bani Israel's way and stubbornness. Certain things became haram, haram to them. Hazrat Isa was to legalize it for them because he was Allah's Nabi. And I've come with great signs from your Lord. Fear Allah and obey me. And interestingly, there's a verse in the Bible that says, you will never get to God except through me. They misunderstood the verse. They take it that you must worship Isa salam. What it means is like here. Fattakullaha wa ati'oon. Fear Allah and obey me. You get to Allah through me, meaning through following me. Inna Allah rabbi wa rabbukum fa'abudu. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is my Lord and your Lord, so worship him. Hada siratum mustaqeem. This is a clear road and a clear path. Now this was the beautiful life of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. Then from verses 52, there's another discussion where Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam perceived that they were trying to kill him. But before that, there's something else we want to discuss. Is other chapters of the Quran Kareem also mention Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam in great detail. Surah Nisa. Allah speaks of Hazrat Isa alayhi salam in such amazing ways, guiding Muslims on how to call Christians to Islam. Then comes Surah Ma'idah, actually the prayer, the dua of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, where he asked Allah for the supper, for the meal, the chapter is named after that event. Then something else I want to mention to you, in this time of the year, Christians falsely claim that this was the time Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam was born. But in actual fact, Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam was not born at this time. And so clearly, this is expressed. This is referred to in the Quran Kareem as well. The Holy Quran in Surah Maryam gives off the meaning of, gives off an ambiance of warmth at the time of the birth of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. The tree, the dates were ripe, there was water, Allah made the water flow for Hazrat Maryam. So there's an indication to warmth. 
not to the bitter cold of December in Palestine. If you look at the Bible as well, it gives an environment of the shepherds being all about with their flock and greenery and green pastures and this little beautiful baby being out there. My brother here also had an amazing discussion concerning this Allah give us tawfiq to benefit.